decided if we get the people under this one roof, instead of fighting them, we can keep them under this one thing and we can take their money every week. We can make them pay taxes, we can make them send us offerings, and so that's what they decided to do. So it says here, yes, Jesus was married and had children. His bloodline still walks the earth till this very day. A well-known story in the East recounts Jesus was a student of the mystery schools, and upon leaving there, he traveled to Tibet. He learned energetic healing and meditation. This is not me. This is not off my dome. This is coming up out of ancient texts, ancient records that already existed thousands of years before the Bible was written. Jesus got married, never got crucified. As a matter of fact, the Sinai Bible... There you go. There's another alternate history. Hello. Hello. Alright, there we're good. So you can hear me. I just couldn't hear me. Yeah, that's a interesting uh, concept that Jesus didn't die. I tend to believe that as well. I, I read a... Um, one account was that they, he did get like sent to the cross to die, uh, but somehow they switched him, or he didn't die. He did come alive, like he was alive, and then he went off and left, left the whole area. And well, I heard that he went to Europe, but maybe he went to Tibet beforehand. Learn a lot of the mystical side of what the, the ancient Tibetans have held on to so much wisdom and then you can then he may have taken it back to Europe and that's what I heard he went to Europe he had a brother and that they had children and those children became because Jesus was a king he was of the king's line like it, sh it says it in the Bible he's he's of the Davidic king's line of people and so his bloodline was what became some of the kingdom dynasties in Europe over the last 2,000 years and I heard that they were called the Fisher Kings in reference to Jesus I believe yeah and so then the story is that all through Europe and they've been holding on to that bloodline but it's a secret because it's been persecuted against for the reason I believe is that because these kings like Solomon were good kings right they were good kings and they were like spiritually advanced so they that's why Solomon was so wise. It's because he's connected in with, with God. And so he knew, knew the right and wrong answers to, to things. And that's why his kingdom flourished when he was in, uh, uh, being r like under reign. I guess he was reigning over the kingdom. Yeah. So... There might be a reason why that bloodline is is to be conserved because when the when the time is right, then you have a a dawning of a new age, and and then you have that bloodline available. To me, that sounds pretty pretty cool story. And cool. That's seems more truthful that than 
I've never really like a lot of the some of the things in the Bible don't make sense to me. Things don't add up. So this this story seems to make more sense than any others, and it's interesting because you talk about society and this how societies are designed and what's the natural system. Like I, I have talked about it, but the idea that our natural system is one of like kingship and so just like the natural system of the bees, they have a, a natural order. And when there's total freedom, people can go to wherever they fit, and wherever they want to be. So it's like a, um, yeah, everything just naturally f forms into order. That's what I believe is possible for humans as well. And and I've contemplated the idea that the maybe the whoever designed us left us this model. This is how it works. You have a. a type of people who are ruling that have no are spiritually advanced they have no desire for power they have no desire for for wealth but they have a desire to make joy and bring happiness and to see their people happy right to bring wealth and prosperity to those people like that's that's so you have those people in charge in charge or reigning reigning but they're doing it for the love of the people and then that abundance and amazingness flows down and that is the our natural system that's the natural societal that's how we will work best and that's why when we go back to the Egyptians and if you look at it from this angle you see that that's what they were doing they were telling us the importance of selecting the kings and queens like they were weighing the heart of the of the king and queen before they were given the crown because obviously you, you give someone the crown and then <laughs> like they can be bad or power corrupts like look at Lord of the Rings it's all about the ring the ring of power and who who was the only one who could hold the ring of power was the most the uh yeah the most humble dude from the shire he just wanted to garden <laughs> but he, he had no desire for power none whatsoever and so he was the only one able to carry it because otherwise it corrupted everybody yeah. It's a Lord of the Rings is a great movie. There's so much so much wisdom in there. And I think a lot of the way the, the world is is very similar to Lord of the Rings, you know, there is good good and dark or light and dark going on in this world. There is. Uh and it's good to acknowledge it. And so, but it's just a lot more in there in your face in Lord of the Rings. Yeah, 
here it's like an undercover war. <laughs> so it's like, yeah, I love it. I, I was so into it as a kid. My grade six teacher read us The Hobbit. And uh, yeah, that was it. I was off and running about with Lord of the Rings. And I, I had a, my father, he was into it as well, which was great. And so he had a map book of where Frodo and Sam were on their journey and you could follow them. And <laughs> I really thought that was cool. That was, that was great. And then obviously the movies come out and I would, as, as I had imagined, you know, that world. He, he, Peter Jackson did like an outstanding job on making it real, real but fantasy. You know, it's like it may not be that far away in another reality, just nearby. <laughs> so, hmm. I was going to play a song, but then I realized that you can't actually play songs on YouTube because they ban you. So that's unfortunate. I need to change that. I need to be able to like, like show cool things that we see and share on podcasts. I think that would be really fun because you could play like. I guess there's. L well, live now. How does that work with playing music? You have to play your own original music? Well, like how do DJs work it? Maybe I can play music. I need to look into that. It'd be great to be able to play a song in here and there, have a bit of a break. Otherwise, I have to play my own music, which I will do at one point as well. I guess you can play TikTok videos, all right, though. <laughs> mm. So I was leaning towards talking about my spiritual journey and some of the things I've learned because now that I'm doing these podcasts I'm like well I have things to share so I'm just share it because it will s resonate with somebody and so because I'm I'm quite a reserved person so to like get up and speak up it's taken a while <laughs> to get to this point and lots of you know lots of lots of out my outer world is pretty crazy and wild right now but it's not really because I'm in living the most amazing life right now so and I'm in a very good happy space so I'm actually in the most perfect place I am right now, even with the way my outside world is. Like this is 
this is exactly what I want to be doing. Yeah, it's talking and like, and to be talking to others as well, not just me narrating on. <laughs> but uh, this is a good thing. I encourage everyone to get on and do a YouTube live and just talk for an hour to yourself. <laughs> It's, uh, yeah, it's interesting. I, I encourage everyone to do it. You definitely become better at speaking. You become more relaxed, so I guess then you flow a bit better, quicker. <coughs> and the idea of, like, coming on and having nothing to talk about and just allowing... <laughs> the universe to tell me what I need to talk about. You know, that takes a little bit of courage to do that. It's like, shit, I'm going to go live here and all of a sudden I might just ramble on and say nonsense and uh, forget everything. <laughs> so these are all the, the, the fears that come up. But it's I love to challenge myself and I love to especially if something is offered that's like got to go for it got to go I can't say no all right it's there's just always if the universe offers it, I, it's hard to say no right and that's that's led me very well in life <coughs> that's like with uh I don't know if you watch Seinfeld where George Costanza would he he spent a whole episode doing the opposite of what he thought was the right answer. And his life was amazing. <laughs> so yeah. I'm doing that. It's like if it's a yes. If so, if I have to say yes. <laughs> yeah. So it makes for a, a fun life. But obviously within reason. You can't say yes to everything. Right. But you can make more of a yes than a no. Yeah, which includes, like, this is a, a joint here. I was like, no, I don't want to smoke it in front of everyone because it'll show something. But it's like, well, actually, to be as real as possible is what we need to be going forward in, the, in, the, in this world. We need to be able to be free to do what the hell we want as long as it doesn't harm anyone. So by smoking a joint, I, it gives me puts me in a place where I, I can channel and talk a lot more but it does occasionally make me forget <laughs> so yeah it's a it's a beautiful substance for I use it a lot for meditation uh, it's to me it really helps me drop deep in with my meditation so I'm a big proponent of cannabis used wisely like it's it's a goddess she is a goddess and you need to like treat her as a goddess so you don't want to abuse use her too much right you want to respectfully uh, use her and use with intention and always like it's like giving prayers to to her 
like that and then there's the respect for each other and for the plant right and that's a beautiful way to to use plant medicine see the consciousness in them that they are like a living entity <coughs> and they have gifts for you so those gifts come in when you are in the right <coughs> uh, frame of mind and you're, uh, you're uh, I guess, being grateful for the plant. Mm. Yeah, Shiva, the first yogi in India, he's always got cannabis plant around him. And I think, you know, the ancients were, t were always leaving us clues to for us to remember, assist an old, older time. And, <coughs> you know, the, the like cannabis has been a part of our cultures for so long. And it's really just the last hundred years. Not even that. Yeah, less than a hundred years that it's been uh, demonized. Where, I mean, they've got so many remedies that they used with cannabis. But, like, the ancient Proto-Indo-Europeans that were around Iran and the Black Sea area, <coughs> they used to like a hot box in a tent and they had a big urn with coal under coals, or coals in it, I think it was. And then they would put uh, cannabis, opium and ephedra together in a hot box environment throw it all onto the hot coals and <coughs> so to me that's like a it's a ceremonial purpose like when I mention those drugs like even I squirm a little bit and but these guys were using it in a ceremonial way and that ceremonial way was adding to their society like uh, there was benefits to the way that they had their uh, ceremonies and it would have connected the people it would have helped enlighten them it, there would have been like I'm sure they would have done chanting in there playing music <coughs> uh, breath work all these different things that they'd be doing to elevate their consciousness but to use a plant or plants that have been given to us by Mother Nature is uh, nothing wrong with that, I say, as long as it's done with the right uh, respect and intention. And so, yeah, so I'm going to light this joint <laughs> and appreciate it without any guilt. Yeah, yeah. Plant medicines is a whole world that we could talk about, and because we are, I, I believe we're like the stewards of the planet, and we are conscious. We get conscious enough where we all look after the planet, like that's how it's meant to be, and we can have 
societies, kingdoms that don't have as have smaller impacts on the earth. You make these sustainable villages, and they they don't like they're sustainable. And we and you just make that that is the requirement, and then you work out how to do it. But sustainable means yeah, no plastic, growing growing crops that you can use to make bowls I don't know and like storage containers yeah we've got so much technology and wisdom now it should be it should be pretty easy be fun be fun to design this sustainable village there'd be like you need lots of technical engineers architects I had spoken to a tooling company. Um, I said to them, like, with you, you could provide all the tools for these sustainable villages. And these and tooling, because every, every sustainable village will need very similar tooling. Like, you are going to need wood lathes and metal lathes and uh, 3D printers and way like electronics departments with all the kit that they need. And so you got to have like all this. Uh, you got to have everything. You got to have all the tools that uh, then allows you to create whatever you want. Like so, it's a mini. Yeah, it's just got everything. It, maybe you can even print circuit boards if you need to. But somehow you make it so you're fully sustainable with very well minimal inputs. Like that, the aim is zero input. That'll be fun. So your your achieve your aim is to achieve zero input and long life like the this the tooling you could design tooling that was gonna last. That was the intention. That it would last a hundred years and then it was easily repairable. Maybe the tooling could be interchangeable, so you could change different motors. Yeah, like it's all interchangeable, so that like that tooling manufacturer would have they just sell a whole kit and they've got and you've got everything for your sustainable village right there and it just <laughs> you just order it because i don't i don't see i see when people start to understand the benefits of living in these in this type of village then everyone will want to get involved and i don't see money as being a, a, a restriction you want to be able to get the best of everything. Uh, so, your your so money is not the problem. Right? Once people understand, like this is the, this is the best investment you could make. Like, where do you want to put your money right now? Well, how about a sustainable village? Because land values are going to be amazing all the way around it because this sustainable village is going to be producing all this amazing local produce it's going to be producing this local um, creativeness like you you're going to have metal workers and you have pottery makers and you have like everything all blacksmiths and so 
you create you basically create a hub of being able to we export power charge electric vehicles um, we could yeah all out we grow all our own food so nothing is no food is imported so you have your cafe and it's brings people in because people want to see this this type of world it's a win-win <laughs> and then you know the just the land around is would be of value because you're being they can buy power off you or they can do they can do many different things uh, there are many advantages and then there's healing centers and then there's uh, workshops and health health entertainment bands playing we you know it's it's a full s full little village it's got everything <laughs> yeah yeah that's what we should aim for we aim high and then work to it because that's we have the we have the knowledge and the tech technical expertise now if elon musk can build that rocket in the time he has then we you can you can build and have these sustainable villages up and going in no time. Two years, one year to get one going. One year. Yeah. I've got the right land, I got the right everything. <laughs> so for one. But there are dreams for many. Because Sustainable village is not just about your all your goods and services and like it's also sustainable for the for humanity like our sustainable for humans to not blow each other up like it's designing a, a sustainable society that is going to be to last and that is based on love and care for your people the Egyptians did it for 3,000 well they said a lot longer than that uh, the king's list in Egypt goes like 200,000 years but the kings of the past lived for longer like some live for a thousand years or two thousand years. Yeah. So whether we've just lost that ability to to f to live for as long for some reason. But yeah, the sustainable society where everyone is 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 uh, held by the society. I don't think it's that hard. I think when people get uh, into the right environment, then it's just it's natural. People just naturally start to shine. Mm. But there's lots to learn. We had because us humans have forgotten how to all live together again, and that's that's what we have to learn. And I learned that a lot over the last three years with the community it's like so much to learn and 
and being around people, you're triggered. <laughs> Someone will trigger you, <laughs> guaranteed. So it's like learning not to get triggered, learning to solve, like problem solve, so you're not like in angst with others. Hmm. Yeah, you have to have like little group circles if there's any in I I issues. <laughs> if people are, someone's done something to upset somebody else. <coughs> you know, you have all these systems in your society to support all that. I mean, and I mean, most of it gets supported anyway just by having a strong family around you, friends and family. Like you, you resolve so many personal mental challenges just by talking to someone about it and so there goes 90% of problems but there there are larger problems that then you have facilities and you have ways for supporting those people yeah yeah I guarantee like I saw it at Mindful Earth I saw it that we had some people arrive that were in pretty bad ways, like, you know, just coming off meth, alcoholics, and people are tr fairly traumatized, and the experiences they had because they had a place where they could be free and connect with other people, like that, it, it was so healing. Like, that is the solution to healing mental health is just being around other humans and communing together and sharing stories and yeah it's that is the solution I saw it many times the yeah the solution is not to medicate like the solution is to bring people in communities and have the support to help those people while they're in the communities. And you'll find you won't be that busy having those if you're a support worker. It doesn't happen very often. Out of like the three years, we had maybe three episodes like mental health uh, issues. And there was like a couple of thousand people that came through so it was very rare but yeah it would have been good to have the facilities so like you have to have that in your society because you, no one gets left behind but that is provided no one gets left behind because you have to leave some people behind too if they're um, if they're not on the same dream, like if for me the dream is to like revolutionize the way we live together and do it on a large scale, and it's like building blocks again of how we should be living together in you know with with brothers and sisters and grandmas and grandpas 
So we build this, we build that demonstration project, and then it spreads. We build them everywhere. And we show they become hubs of healings, like healing centers, entertainment centers. You get all the creatives, you get all the people that are, that really have something, like to really want to offer something, their passion. Like there's so many creative people out there just sort of twiddling their thumbs and like so to bring everyone together and create this little wonderland uh, it sounds pr too good to be true if you ask me and it's like hell yeah this is exactly what everyone needs to do and yeah, I saw that. Saw that here. We we provided a space for the musicians here, and we had some amazing nights where a, a band would form and then they just jam all night. But providing that space created like just so so much magic. And so you provide a village, sustainable village, for people who want to who know how we should be living how how we who know th that we can live together in harmony <coughs> like and and then we show we work it out we work out how to how to make it happen and we used exam like how the past civilizations we take bits from everywhere but it's all based on, on freedom. It's based on <coughs> like love and family. Mm. So yeah, if you're on that, if that's what you want to do, then... But if you... Like I uh, had examples of people staying here who <coughs> really didn't want to be here. They just were so lost. They were just sort of uh, not not in it, not into it. And then they, I found that they didn't respect me either. So it was like, well, what, if you're not respecting me, then you, sh you don't need to be here. It's like, because I'm just, you've got to either, you got to see what I'm doing here, what the community that is, what we're building here, and how important it is. So we can't have people sitting around bringing the place down. And so had to ask a few of those people to leave so yeah it's you you got to have the right intention intention is everything you got to have the right intention uh to to participate i think and you'll find that in every in everything you know you got a soccer team and one player is not not pulling his weight not really wanting to be there brings the whole team down and you can't you can't allow that you have to uh, be the devil fist once in a while uh, that's that's one of the most important things I learned was the the need to keep that harmony of of the people and if something starts to upset it you have to deal with it mm, because the harmony of the people is w is more important. Yeah. 
36 minutes. Yeah, we have to we have to dream the highest. Okay, let's aim for this, and then we can make our way there. And that's that's how Elon's going to Mars. He said, "This is what we're going to do," and then they managed to work out how to get there. And that's the fun journey. That's the the exciting bit. Is yeah, let's start looking at ways to. Uh, redefine our societies it's not it's not in a any threatening way like it's not overthrowing anyone or it's not um it's it's purely saying hey we've got a, an idea and we want to try it and it's based on the old way there's many laws that are written around allowing kingdoms to happen right like or sustainable yeah, sustainable kingdoms, villages, where they have, then they create their own system, society. But it doesn't mean that it's a threat to anybody. So there's, you just got different rules. You're allowing people to grow cannabis. And people don't get uh, arrested for that. Like it's, so it, whether... It's interesting whether you need to have a fully seceded from the country you're in and just like how the Vatican works, right? They're a, a state with their own rights. So that's what would be probably the best way to do it is you become your own papal state in each country and you become a, li a little independence but you're not of any threat to anybody. It's purely just looking at different ways to govern. And, uh, yeah. I'm sure the uh, Magna Carta allows it. Or some of the law documents from uh, the Anglo-Saxons. Anglo because all that like English, English law is... I don't think they have a constitution... And I would imagine, because we're Australia is still under the Queen, we would have all those laws would still apply. And I wonder if, with laws, I an old law is like an old law that all laws are based on is more valid than the laws above it. Like that to me sort of makes sense. So I wonder what laws, the original laws that are that exist for such topics. But yeah, you, you or, or you just the thing is, is like to be fully creative in in a sustainable village and do like why. Could you make your own cigars or your own like tobacco products but healthy? Could you grow, do the cannabis products?
Could you make all types of herbal medicines? Could you do plant medicines and grow plant medicines? Like all these things, there's lots of hurdles with uh, in your own country of laws. So it's like, well, okay, create your own state, vassal state with your own laws, with your own system of governing. That's possibly a way. Or you just create in your own country without creating your own governing body. But you have s some way to get the approvals. And I guess that just means you need lots of lawyers. <laughs> lots of lawyers and lots of money behind you. And then you can go in and change laws. So, I want to grow cannabis. Okay, go in and challenge those laws and make changes. Especially now, you could do that. But even tobacco, plant medicines, all these things, it's like they all need to be questioned because, you know, it's our God-given right to use plant medicines and whether you just have to show you're doing it responsibly. Uh, that's probably what the government is there for. It's just, it's just safeguarding. But maybe those safeguards have got a little bit out of hand. Uh, yeah. So. Hmm. But it is also possible to just initially when you're s doing a sustainable village like you don't need to you could just not challenge anything and just do it by the book but that's that's where it gets a little bit difficult because as we found here with council local council there's so many little planning laws and things that are very restrictive they really don't allow you to uh do many different businesses on one piece of land. Like they don't allow you to do, to have, uh, like they're very restrictive on how many people you can have to stay. Like they, they basically, all the planning laws are stop a community from being formed. Like people can't just go and, so there's 50 people on, a, on 100 acres. You can't just go and build there. There's all these planning laws around how many houses you can have. Yeah, like in, in Australia, it's one house and one granny flat for a, a farm. The farm could be a thousand acres. Uh, in this area here, n up to 200 acres, and you can only put one house and a granny flat on there. And so they do, we're in a tourist area, and that you can have chalets. I think it's six chalets, which is, this is good, that's great, because it allows people to like for accommodation it's good very good income because a lot of people come here for tourism
So yeah, there's a, there's a lot of shire restrictions that almost make it impossible to create a community. Now the only way is to have, as I mentioned, like with having fun enough funding to be able to challenge some of these rules in court. And if you had enough funding, then like the fines that they give you is not a problem, right? But yeah, the for people to build community, we need to change the the planning laws, especially the local planning laws. They're very very restrictive, and that will be a real challenge, is getting through the the red tape of the governments. So. Yeah, maybe we have to just build it out in the desert. The first one, because I think once once you show how it works and what it's about, and it becomes such a an amazing uh, example for society to live, uh, then then you can build them in other places that are not quite so like cuz e- even for the community here we we got lots of hassles from the from uh the locals some initially it was because of the just having travelers gypsies you know coming into the area and hanging out like there's always been that it's always there's always been this energy of you know local people against foreign people <laughs> it's a human trait and so yeah that that was one and then we had a few parties and played the music too loud and that caused more people to get on offside so and then people talk stories and next thing you know so it's like <laughs> Next thing you know, <laughs> next thing you know, I'm sitting here talking about building dreams because, yeah, this whole experience has taught me so much about building this dream. And I know it's possible now. I see what it does when people come together. Um, yeah. So all that red tape has to be challenged and it's the only way you, we just have to challenge it because common sense law is about common sense that's the original reason for law and like making for good decisions to keep the good in the world and these laws are not good laws and so they can be challenged. And I think you have to do that all over the world. Like these people need to be able to build their own little communities. Mm. And maybe it just gets to the point where it's just too many people have been doing it and they just can't police it. But the problem is, is so because the deal here was it was all about this that the the 
council has a law that says you can only camp on private land for three days per month <laughs> if you're within 20 k's of a caravan park and so it's purely like a caravan and camping act that was like from the th 40 years ago is that's why they said we couldn't have people stay here and that was what it was all about because we said we'd get we had to get permits for things we our toilets aren't to spec so agreed to do all those things but they said no you've got to get rid of the people staying here then they can't stay here they're campers and we kept it's like well they're not campers but anyway long story that was that where so they said you got three weeks for everyone to leave and that's where the challenge i couldn't allow that that's not that's not uh yeah it's not lawful <laughs> so that's where we're at and then we got a fine and and so now we're actually at the point of s selling the property for for other reason my ex and uh needing to buy her half out so yeah but it, the journey the journey of learning so much about community was worth every moment <laughs> and meeting such amazing people like every moment the challenges and everything like all the and the amazingness yeah it's like taking me on the journey to here where i am talking about building communities but building like large communities rebuilding our society that's all we're doing rebuilding no one has to be threatened by it it's purely just rebuilding our society as to how it used to be there's full it's freedom right you're going back to freedom where people can do what the hell they want as long as they don't hurt anyone so it's like you just got to redesign it and start again yeah it's not a threat to anybody though it shouldn't be a threat the betterment of humanity designing systems like we are like we're engineers where we love technology the society the design of the society is technology that's that's a and it's a very important topic. I don't know why we don't talk about it. Mm. Yeah, so let's start talking about designing societies. You know, like the... Like there's uh, that... The Saudi government are building this development called the line and it's going to have a million people living in it it's like it's a line that's like 200 meters wide and 100 kilometer kilometers long and they've got a, a, a transport system running through it and but the, there's no talk about how the society is designed right 
It's like, yeah, everyone's just going to rock in there and it's all just going to work. But what about that disconnection that exists in our world now? Like, how are you going to bring people together? How do you create events? How, what are you doing? Like, how is it designed, like, to connect people? But the thing is with the line, and our whole cities are designed in lines. Like, you you don't get in a line. It's like when you're sitting at a big dinner table and it's a really long table. Like, you don't talk to the people at the other end of the table. Like, you have to get up and move, which most people don't get up and move right so maybe there will be that there's always the gypsy that gets around and moves always uh, but the majority will just stay at their chair and so you don't get you, you're limited by who you can talk to left right and in front where if you're if it's a round table you can talk to everybody you can see everyone you can hear every conversation like, you can get involved in anything you want. You can talk across each other. <laughs> you know, if you, it doesn't... It can be done. But at least everyone's in, like, involved. Oh, yay! Oh, yay! Oh, yay!